Welcome to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope you are equipped by this message from Pastor Tom Lively. For more information about our church, please visit foundationchurchfl.com. All right, are you ready? I'm not going to be able to tell people to move to the 11 o'clock anymore either. Pray for a building. Pray for a building. We got to get out of we got to get out of this tile store. <laughs> Been in this tile store for a long time. We got to get out. Be praying for it now. Just be praying for do this with me. Pray for a breakthrough. We're eyeballing things. We've got our eyes on a situation. So be praying that there's a breakthrough and that the powers that be would just yield and sell and Let's get moving. Like to be in there. Like to be in there at Christmas, you know. See, see, the thing is, too, you know, I don't talk a whole lot about this stuff. If you ask me, I'll always tell you, but it's just not a whole lot of time to talk about it. But it would be really nice, you know, to have a different building. There's a whole other aspect of ministry that we're going to be moving into, even more and more and more. You've seen the beginnings of it. Where we're laying hands on people, and we're going to be doing that every Sunday. You know, and getting, you know, I, I, I never say, you know, I don't mean every Sunday, but regularly, you know, and whenever the Lord leads, because I don't ever do things for religious purposes. You may even notice at times, I don't even, sometimes I don't do an altar call even at the end. I go with what the God tells me to do. There's times where, you know what, it's time to go. You know, if people want to get saved, listen, if you want to get saved, <laughs> you can get saved. I mean, I, I mean, these days, I mean, there's, if you want to, you can, we, I mean, we do them. 60, 70% of the time, but we just go where the spirit leads, you know, but, uh, it'd be good to get us out, get get us good. Uh, it'd be good to have us all to together the services and for you wouldn't be, if you come to the 11 o'clock, wouldn't be too much longer, but trying to pack it in to get everybody in and out at nine is tough. That's why, you know, if you talk to Rodney Howard Brown, he refuses to do two services. He just refused. He just keeps adding on to his building, you know, just he's going to put a thing because he doesn't want to do two services. Of course, the services are four to six hours long. Four hours is short. You know, they they started at 930. He's just doing the offering right now. I'm not kidding. I was watching it back there. So, I mean, hey, you know, but anyway, we just need to be praying. So be praying this week with me. Be agreeing with two or more agree, two or more ask. Be agreeing with me that it breaks loose because if I can get all of you on board with that and we can get going and it's time for us to get out of the tile store. We've added as many on as we possibly can add on, you know. All right, let me start preaching. And many believe the faith that you and I are a part of called the new covenant of Jesus. They believe that it's a kind of a syrupy sweetness or a truth avoidance. An avoidance of ever making any enemies. Let me just read you a couple of verses. Jesus says in, ja- in, in Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 through 36, do not suppose that I have come to bring peace on earth. For I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Let me skip to another verse. 2 Timothy chapter, chapter 2, verse 4. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, speaking of Jesus himself, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, 
piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. This is not a peaceful covenant. And before I get banned again on whatever platform I'm still on, I'm not talking in any way, shape, or form about physical violence. If you need to defend yourself, defend yourself. Other than the brown shirts coming with their vaccine crew at your front door, then it's time to defend yourself. It's go time. <laughs> but other than that, I'm not talking about violence in any way, shape, or form. I'm not talking about that. But what, I quoted this verse in the first service, Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. It's talking about spiritual violence. It's talking about standing out. See, we're not here to cooperate. And I'm not just talking to Yes, here's the thing. I told my wife this because whenever I receive like a spiritual revelation of the Lord, he tells me things. There's times where I'll run it by her. There's times where I just tell her, and this is something I told her to encourage her, I think, but we were talking about the, the world. And I want you to know, nothing has changed. Look up at me now. Nothing has changed. We think the world has changed, don't you? And by the way, up till five days ago, I did too. But the Lord revealed something to me. I don't even know if while, if, I don't even know if I was praying. Or I was just thinking, but the Lord spoke to me. And he said to me, he goes, you know, nothing has changed. It's just all been revealed. Nothing's ever changed. Just so you know that if this was to happen in 1920, the same thing would have happened. Narrow is the way if you find it. See, we think of things as virtuous. No, it's just a matter of time. It's just a friend, like a bad tooth or a lame foot is reliance on the unfaithful in times of trouble. They will reveal themselves. And all, all of the Christians that have caved, that have closed, I was just listening to Pastor Rodney between services and he was preaching about a, there's a pastor up in Tampa who's telling people they're losing their salvation if they don't get vaccinated. <laughs> See, don't be bothered, laugh at it. Am I too loud out there? Because I feel like I'm too loud. Am I good? Okay. Again, again, it's, watch it if I am, but I feel like I'm too loud because I got to yell. I got to have room to yell. So I don't want to peek, I don't want to peek you guys. But here's the thing, you don't, don't get upset about it. Laugh at these fools. Tom, you're calling a fellow Christian a fool. Is he really a Christian? What, what kind of understanding of the Bible does he have if he's actually preaching to people that if you don't get vaccinated, you lose your salvation? What is he talking about? So you just have to laugh. But see, guys like that, they've always been the same. It just took a certain situation to reveal them. They've always been that way. They've always been an open mouth breathing beta male. That's who they've always been. They've never been any different. It just took the right situation to reveal it. Listen, you want to, cowardice will come out. If a person's a coward, they're a coward. It just takes the right, they, they walk around as a coward. They may, nobody may even know that they ever are. But their whole life they've been a coward and then a situation reveals it. But then nothing's changed, it's just been revealed. You see? And that's all that's happened in the world. The church has been the way that it's been for years and years and years and years. I had Archer Pulaski on the podcast last night. Live on Skype. 
He's been dealing with this since 2005. This is nothing for him. He got arrested for baptizing his daughter. He's been arrested for handing out food to the poor. This is nothing new. Canada, Canada didn't change because of COVID. They're revealed because of COVID. The American church has been revealed because of COVID. I love Arthur Pulaski's perfect symbolism of the situation of everybody sitting on a fence and God comes and shakes the fence and you either fall to one side or the other, but you ain't staying on the fence. That's all that's happening. It's not a big deal. And I want, all, I want to encourage all of you that are facing vaccine mandates. God will make a way. He'll make a way. He will make a way where there is no way. He'll make a way to mock them. Watch. He'll make a way to make fun of the world. He'll set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You'll sit back. Your mouth will be filled with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy. Watch. Watch and see what happens. Don't get into fear. Don't let it happen to you. When you see all the things that are happening right now, just don't even worry about it. You, don't, you are not a part of the world system unless you want to be. If you're relying on the hundred or so ships that are sitting outside of Los Angeles right now, everybody see that? Never happened in the history of America? Just put Joe Biden in for nine months and you'll see things that never happened in the history of America. It's all that it takes is put a galactic, dementia-ridden idiot in the White House and it only takes just a few seconds for things to go bad. You shouldn't say that from the pulpit. I don't care what you think. Don't care at all. I don't care that he's a Democrat. I don't even care that he's a Republican. I'm saying he's stupid. It's not even him that's stupid. It's Ron Klain that's running the show. He's the stupid one. How in the world are you able to gum up America as bad as you? I mean, in nine months, that's quite the accomplishment. But if you're plugged into the world system and you're looking out there in L.A. right now, and why is everything coming through California, I'd like to know. You're like, man, did you ever see that? Don't be destroyed for lack of knowledge. Know what's out there. If you're wondering why does we're trying to order new sound stuff, we can't because there's no computer chips. Because they're all on boats outside of Los Angeles right now. Seriously, there's, there's hundreds of them out there. It's a four-month backlog. They're sitting out there for weeks. They can't dock. There's no truck drivers. They all got to be vaccinated now. Watch. It's going to break loose. It's going to break our way. Watch. Watch. Just watch. Listen, we don't need elites. We don't need Klaus Schwab. We don't need, we don't need the Bidens. We don't need the Bushes. We don't need the Obamas. We don't need any of them. We don't need the Trumps. We don't need any of them. Understand that. We're plugged into God's system. The elites need us. Who's going to pull their teeth out? Who's going to pick up their trash? Who's going to make their cafe latte as AOC drives into the Capitol every day with her Tesla? And pulls into, pulls into Starbucks to get her cafe latte in her $5,000 suit. But she's a socialist. They're a bunch of liars. And it's not just the Democrats. The Democrats are bold-faced evil and the Republicans are cowards. You choose which one's worse, I don't know. 
You're welcome. If you're wondering, aren't you worried about 501c3? No, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not out here. I'm not here to make friends and influence people. I'm here to preach, preach the word of God. That's it. That's it. And I will, listen, Aaron is my tech guy, runs the podcast, does all those things, our worship leader. He started off, we have a new media platform. We have our own YouTube now. They take me off YouTube, we made our own. Seriously, it's a web host. It's a, it actually is a hosting site. It's as, it'll be, it could be, if that's what God wants, as powerful as any hosting site there is, called blackrobetv.com. Black robe. Because if you're, if you're a minister of the gospel, I'm not just talking about people in full-time ministry. Every single person on here in this room should be donning a black robe. You are part of a black, you are a black robe covenant, a black robe regiment. We're a group of Christians and pastors that fought in the Revolutionary War. Constitutionalists, Declaration of Independence people. You should, but listen, they don't want, they, who, it's so funny that they, they call people like me Nazis. I don't try to censor anybody. I'm not involved in the butchering of 60 million people per year. They are. I'm not the one who's trying to get people to show me their papers. They are. And they call me a Nazi. See, many people, many people in this faith, in our faith, I struggle right now because I don't know whether to say Christian or churchgoer. Because I don't want to call people Christians that aren't. Nothing's changed. It's just been revealed. Many believe our faith is syrupy sweetness and truth avoidance. Let's look at it. Proverbs 28, 23 says, He who rebukes a man will in the end gain more favor than he who has a flattering tongue. See, now here's the thing with that though. When you get into Proverbs chapter 9, verses 7 and 8, whoever corrects a mocker invites insult. Whoever rebukes a wicked man incurs abuse. Do not rebuke a mocker or he will hate you. Rebuke a wise man and he will love you. You choose who you rebuke. It's also who you choose, who you lay hands on. First Timothy chapter five, verse 22. Do not lay hands on anyone hastily nor share in other people's sins. Keep yourself pure. You don't rebuke everybody. Sometimes just keep your mouth shut. Who cares what they think? So what kind of, what kind of faith are we? He rebukes a man, corrects a man, sternly corrects a man, will in the end gain more favor than he who has a flattering tongue. So is it syrupy sweetness or cut to the heart? Acts chapter 2 verse 37, when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? When he has come into the world, he will, the Holy Spirit will convict the world. What do they, what do they call people in prison? Convicts. He will convict the world of sin and of righteousness of judgment. What does that mean? That means he's put a label on you. The Holy Spirit will come in and convict you. What does that mean? This is exactly where you're at. Good, bad, or indifferent. Here's your conviction. You've been convicted. Does this sound like a sugary, sweet, soft-pedaled religion? It's not. This is not a religion of accommodation. It's not a religion at all. Religion means repetition. Christianity is not a covenant of acquiescence. It's of standing out. It's of being salt and irritation in the wound. Quit trying to get along with everybody. I said this in the first service. Because we got Thanksgiving coming up. 
What if the stipulations for your Thanksgiving gathering in whatever state it is, is this or that and you got to be masked? Or your family, well, you know, you know, Uncle Bill, you know, you know where he stands and you know, we're all, we don't want any trouble. Well, you want me? Trouble comes with me. Because I'm not going in there. Now, do I go in there to torque Uncle Billy off? No, but I'm not going by Uncle Bill's stipulations either. He could take his own mask and shove it up his own caboose. I'm not, I'm not wearing his mask. I'm not vaccinating to walk into a room with him. What is he, my God? So you have choices to make. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Nobody's invited me to Thanksgiving yet, I've noticed in our family. We usually are invited by this time of year. <laughs> Talk about the black robe, the black sheep, the outcasts. In both my sides, my wife's side and mine. Everybody's vaxxed. Oh yeah. Everybody is. I'm telling you right now, I believe the Lord has spoken to my heart about this. I am going to have an international ministry. I'm not joking. I'm sounding like I'm joking, but I'm not. I'm going to have an international ministry of laying hands on the vaccinated. To getting that vaccination out of their blood. To repairing all the damage that's been done. That's how we're going to see souls. That's how we're going to see an end times harvest. Watch. And you watch. People are going to be needing it. It's coming. When we get that building, we'll have them lined up around the block. My wife has seen it and prophesied. We're going to have people coming in and in and in over the services. Even in the midst of our services, while the service is still going, people will be walking in. Because of all the tens of millions of people that have taken the clot jab. See, we have to choose what we want. Sugary sweet or cut to the heart. If you choose sugary sweet, it's not the Bible. Understand that's a hardcore decision to make. I said this in the first service too. If you look at disciplining children, you make a hardcore decision. It's either sugary sweet or it's the word of God. It's either sugary sweet or cut to the heart. You want a relationship with your child? You don't spare that rod or you hate him. Got one amen over here. Pete amen it. You hate him. That's the word of God. I know people have looked at me in my life and they're like, man, that guy's strict or whatever. But listen, I have a relationship with my kids. They're 20 and 22 years old and we're very close friends now. I'm out of the discipline business with them. My son, who I, my, you know, my favorite guy on the planet. Seriously, he's like my best friend now. But he's a slob. <laughs> she in here? Is that Tommy up there? Is Tommy in the back? Love you, Tommy. I love you, brother. But you know you're a slob. I never thought that anybody could reach higher heights of slobness than I was when I was his age, but he towers above where I was at. Other than that, we're good. We're at, I just ignore it. I just kick everything in his room. Drive soap crazy. I don't let it drive me crazy. He takes over my truck. I don't drive it anymore because it's all sticky. So... Nice drive hopes car. They <laughs> get in there and their stuff spilled. And I'm like, okay, sticky, whatever. But because as a child, he's cute, man. Cute kid. My, both my kids are cuter than all of yours. And, uh, 
<laughs> Cute as can be. But when I told them to come, they came. When I told them to sit, they sat. And I, there was no one, two, three. You want a toy, Tommy? You want a toy, Norma? No, I told my word was enough. And if they were, it wasn't followed, which never happened after the first or second time, things changed. See, that's Bible. Or you can go the sugary sweet route and lose their souls. That's up to, and that's what's happened in America. It's not changed. It's just been revealed. They're all raised on sugary sweetness. They have no muscle. A very, very easy situation was presented to the church. It's very easy. This isn't even hard. It's a 99.9% survivable virus. Slightly more virulent than the flu if you're 80 or above. All of which, there didn't have to be anybody, hardly anybody die. If there wasn't an international conspiracy to suppress preventative medicine. Hardly anybody had to die. I'm going to speak to that in a minute. Don't worry. So which one will we choose? Let's look at Jesus, shall we? I mean, I believe that we're all followers of Jesus. And I just wonder oftentimes when I listen to other messages, did anybody ever read about Jesus? I'm just curious because this is sugary sweet. Now there's a clicking that's going on to my right that's driving me nuts. So whoever it is, I'm not going to look your way. Not, please stop clicking. I don't care if it's kid, adult, if a bomb's going off, whatever it is. <laughs> if you're like, Tom, you're uh, anal retentive. Okay. Trying to preach the gospel here. All right, Matthew chapter 16, verse 23. Sugary sweet or cut to the heart. But he turned and said to Peter, Now this is a trusted disciple who died in Jesus' name. Hung upside down on a cross, according to historical record. He says to that man who died in Jesus' name, hung upside down on a cross, get behind me, Satan. I don't think you could call anybody. People get upset with me about shoving things up people's cabooses. Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of man. Well, what happened here? Did anybody ever look at why Jesus said that? Jesus was responding to Peter trying to save his life. Peter's trying to save Jesus's life. And in return, he gets called Satan. Because trying to save his life is not the Bible. So he gets called that which he was representing. Nothing more than Satan wanted than for Jesus not to go to the cross. Jesus could, as God, have chosen not to go to the cross. And Peter's trying to influence him not to. Where, where do you get that from? Verses 21 and 22. From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside. I've had a lot of those conversations in this church. <laughs> and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him saying, far be it from you, Lord, that this shall not happen to you. Get behind me, Satan. For you are an offense to me. For you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of man. 
I'm trying to save your life, man. (laughs) Don't care. Matthew 23, 15. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, for you travel land and sea to win one proselyte. One proselyte. And when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves. How sugary sweet's that of Jesus? Man, that's sweet. Do you ever hear these verses in the ark church? Nope. Cause people to walk out the back door because they're motivated by devilish things. By satanic things to try to accumulate people and water down the word. That's exactly what Peter was trying to do. Water down the word. Jesus is the word. He's trying to water down the word and he's called Satan. When you water down the word, you can pick or choose. You can be called Satan or you can pick the plagues that are, that are added to you. As the book of Revelation says, that are added just like they are to the people written in the books. Matthew 23, 27, more sweetness from Jesus. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites with an exclamation mark. For you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead man's bones and all uncleanness. Matthew 23, 13. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! Exclamation mark, mark again. How many times did you scream at these people? Plenty. It's exactly what they needed. You shut the kingdom of heaven in men's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor will you let those enter who are trying to. This is not a sugary, sweet covenant. It is not a covenant of cooperation. If it was a covenant of cooperation, why didn't Jesus appear as a Pharisee? Why was he, why did he not don the robes of a Pharisee and the hat of a Pharisee? Why was he not on the street corners glorifying in himself if this was about capitulation? Because it's not. It's about standing out. I'm not talking about trying to be an offense. If you try to be an offense, then you're weird. Don't claim me. Don't pretend like you don't go to this church if you're weird. (laughs) Knock it off. That's why you have no ministry. It's preaching the Bible. You just, all you need to do is preach the word. Well, Tom, okay, here comes Thanksgiving, right? What do you do? Tom, well, you know, Uncle Bill, you know, he's, you know, he's a branch Covidian. You know, he really believes all. He's got the, you know, he's got the full garb on. He's got the rosary beads, you know, the mask, the, you know, does the sign of the cross. He's got a I'm vaxxed necklace on. They're on sale online right now, $39.95. I'm not kidding. That's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah, you can get an I'm vaxxed and various metallic thing, whatever, metallic, uh, you know, gold, silver, whatever. Metallic choices. Yeah. I showed it in the first service. If I can, maybe I'll show it in this one. But I got two for you. With Kathy Hogle, the governor of New York. Wanting you to be her apostles. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you know what? Cue that bad boy up for me, would you? We'll play, we'll play it shorter, but hit it. You know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated. 
All of you. Rosary beads. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones, but you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know this. I need you to be my apostles. <laughs> Say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. <laughs> Jesus taught us to love. All right, back to me, guys. <laughs> there you go. That's the governor of the fourth largest state in the union. That's 20 million people. Well, it's less than that now because a lot, two or three million have moved down here. But 19 million live in, live in that state. They're liars and idolaters. And that's why Jesus spoke to them. That's exactly, if I was speaking to her, I'd say that to her face. And people would consider me to be unloving. I wouldn't scream or shout at her. But I would say to her, what's true? You're a liar from the pit of hell. You are of your father, the devil. And it's your desire to perform his wishes. He's a murderer from the beginning, just like you are. You have the traits of the devil. I tell that to her face. This woman right here talking about saving lives is responsible for tens of millions of babies being butchered in the womb. Don't talk to me about your life saving. You hypocrite. Woe to you teachers of the law and Pharisees and idolaters you hypocrites. See churchgoers only think of Jesus as lamb. Lamb only. COVID's revealed that. That's how they think of Jesus is lamb only. Is that the case? Lamb only. And I want to tell you something about the ministry of the lamb. The ministry of the lamb is already finished. What do I mean by You mean people aren't, can't get saved? I didn't say that. The ministry of the lamb was already accomplished 2,000 years ago. All are welcome to come through the finished work of the cross. So the, the ministry of the lamb is over. There's only one ministry left. The lion is yet to come. The lion is sharpening his teeth. I said this in the first service. He already got himself one. I have no idea how to pronounce her last name. It begins with a B. I know it, but I don't know how to pronounce it. But the premier of New South Wales, Australia, one of the biggest COVID Nazis out there. Well, she got her curmudgeons. It came her way. She had to resign two, three days ago. Because if it was found out that she's receiving money from lobbyists, from where? AstraZeneca and Pfizer. You wonder why? Get ready now. If you have little kids in here, it's your fault. I'm telling you. I'm looking around the room. And I, I'm, but if you won't want them to get these words, you, this is why we have a children's church. But if you're a vaccine pimp or whore, God's coming for you. You may not like those words, but that's what they are. I'm not calm. I'm not going to clean it up. I don't cuss. You'll never hear an S word, S word, D word, F word, A word ever come. Ask my family if you want. Ask, ask Heather. She's been around me for 20 years. Ask them. You don't hear me cuss. I'm not a cuss, but a whore is a whore. A prostitute's a prostitute and a pimp's a pimp. They are what they are. And, and that person was revealed and God went and got them. There's nothing covered that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. Coming. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace on earth. The Lamb's ministry is done. I did not come to bring peace but a sword. Now that's Him, not us. We don't come with a sword. 
Only spiritually do we come with a sword. Jesus comes with both. If you don't know that, you've never read the book of Revelation. I'll read it to you in a minute. What's our job? Romans chapter 12, verse 18. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with anybody. He puts the first five, first four words in context for you. Makes that, give, gives that sentence context. If it is possible. The brown shirts come to my door. Trying to pin me down. To give me the clot jab. They'll get a jab. Be a different one. I have a full metal jacket wrapped around it. You're not giving me that thing. I'm not going in. I'm not going in quietly. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. You got to defend yourself, defend yourself. Otherwise, we're peaceful people. Proverbs 16, 7. When a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies live at peace with him. Notice the word makes. When your ways are pleasing to the Lord, you don't have to worry about vaccine mandates. You'll make your enemies live at peace. Listen, I want to ask you this. When you lay off 72,000 nurses in New York City, New York alone, how, how well is that going to go? They don't, listen, we don't need them. I just look at Heather standing right in front of me, so I think of all my dentist appointments. I hate the dentist. I love my dentist, but I hate going to the dentist. I hate it. But who's going to do that work? You ever watched it? Ain't Joe Biden and Kamala Harris going to be sitting there doing that? I remember just laying there for hours. You know, got the, the uh, assistant and the dentist there extracting whatever they're extracting and all the blood and all the whatever. Who's going to do that? 72,000 people gone? We don't need them. It's going to come for them. Watch. Just watch. We don't need them. Stand. Well, if I don't, I got to feed my family. Get saved and let God be your provision. Watch. He'll mock them. He'll mock them. Romans chapter 12, verse 19. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves. Vengeance is not ours. It does not belong to us. If you're trying to get vengeance on anybody, do you do that in your home? Well, he did that, so I'm not going to speak to him. That doesn't belong to you. You're not allowed to do that. Have I done it? Yeah, I've done it. <laughs> but it doesn't belong to us vengeance doesn't belong to us it belongs to God it's his only why because you and I are made righteous through the sacrifice of Jesus otherwise we have no rights and we're not right about anything so we can't take vengeance he's right about everything so he can take vengeance he has the right the sword the true sword, the physical sword belongs only to him. The spiritual sword belongs to us. Vengeance belongs to him, however. Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Second Chronicles twenty fifteen. Do not be afraid or dismayed because of this great multitude. We're seeing it, right? And not only that, but it's a lying multitude. Every day you hear, 60% of America has been vaxxed. Now we're at 70% of America has been vaxxed. Do you believe that? No. Those are the same people counting ballots now. <laughs> There's tons of people. We're the majority. Amen. Only 2 billion, even by their numbers, only 2 billion out of 8 billion have been vaccinated on the planet. But as I've told you before, the minority is trying to trick the majority into thinking it's the minority and they're using fear to do it. Don't let it happen to you. The fear, you're going to lose your job. You're going to know, you know what? Listen, this is a time. I remember when I took this step 
I was living right over here on the Mayaka River with my dad on, off David Boulevard, Connor Terrace. And I remember, guys, remember it specifically. I was, I'd gotten, graduated from college. I got that awesome degree of criminal justice, which is what all the football players took. <laughs> so you didn't fail out of college so you could play football. That was real smart. Unless you're going to the NFL, which none of us were. But I had no job. I was cutting trees down for a living with a good man. But I, was, I mean, it's not what I wanted to do. And it was the middle of the summer. I'm like, man, my life, I've got all this, you know, I've gone to college, I've graduated, what am I, you know, and I'll have all this tumult in my, and, and God went, you need to trust me. And I never trusted him before in my life, ever. And I said, you know what, I'm going to trust you for the job. That's it, I let it go. That was the biggest step of faith I probably ever took. And I let it go. I was laying awake at night, I sit in church, just staring at the wall, scared to death. What am I going to do when I just let it go? And I don't remember what the time span was, but I ended up with, this was in the middle of a recession. This is back in 1992. In the middle of a recession, I got four job offers in a week. Charlotte County, Sarasota County, Orange County, and Broward County all offered me a job. To be a deputy sheriff. God will make a way. In the midst of a recession, nobody was hiring. Do you know how I got hired at the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office? They hired 10 people in a day. My file had fallen to the bottom of the filing cabinet. And they looked for one more. It had fallen underneath there. And they reached down and they got mine. That's how I got hired. God will make a way. When there is no way. Don't take that clot jab. And if you have, you need to be prayed over today. Today. You get with Heather. I'll find a way. I'll get hands on you today. You need to be prayed over. Don't be prideful. I don't want to admit to Tom that I took it. Listen, I've done all kinds of stupid garbage in my life. Do you think I'm looking down on you? <laughs> Just since I've been married, Hope could give you a list. <laughs> that would astound you in the levels of galactic stupidity that I've lived in. Second Chronicles 20:15. Do not be afraid or dismayed because of this presented great multitude. For the battle is not yours anyways, it's God's. It's God's battle. But the thing is, you have to do your part. How do you do your part? You pray. God, get them. You don't, you don't think I pray that way? I do. Expose the wicked. Have them be, have them be prosecuted. Look at what happened to the premier of New South Wales. 8.5 million people she's in charge of. She gone. <laughs> Little wicked witch of the east. How many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him perfect. He is the glory. He is the lifter of my head. Let them mock how many are my foes, how many rise up against me. Many are saying of me. There's always those people around. Many are saying of me, God will not deliver. You'll never be successful. This will never happen. They'll always be that way. There'll always be people like that around you. God mocks them from heaven. But you have to stand in faith with that mockery. Jesus is not about a wide gate. He's not about your truth. He's not about tolerance and accommodation. Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. Where do you get that from? Psalm 115, 3. 
He's not about your truth and my truth and accommodation and tolerance at all. He, our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. He's Yahweh. Whatever he does is right. Whether you like it or not, whether I like it or not. People will be shocked because the lion hasn't come yet. We've only experienced the ministry of the lamb. But I want you to know he's not sitting back and not noticing. Where do you get that from? Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. Proverbs 5, 21. For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he pondereth all his goings. He's watching. God loves the righteous, and God is angry at the wicked every day. Psalm 711. I love 711. I do. I've loved it ever since I was a boy. It's only better now. Their cuisine is delightful. I'm not kidding you. They have these wrapped up meat things. Oh my gosh. Woo! Matthew 10, 26. Therefore, do not fear them. Do not fear them. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed. And hidden that will not be known. God will reveal it. Do not fear right after that two verses down. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. But rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Here comes these two words again. Do not fear them. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. These vaccine whores and pimps. Pushing vaccines that kill. Pushing vaccines, 15,000 on the VAERS report right now. The latest Harvard study came out. You know, Harvard, that bastion of right-wing conservatism, of which 100% of their campus is fully vaccinated and of which they've had to close the entire campus because of the outbreak of COVID. They're all back on Zoom classes. That's one heck of a vaccine they're pimping and whoring around. These vaccine whores and pimps, pushing vaccines and excluding and excluding real preventative treatments. I'm not afraid to say it. If it gets me banned off of Facebook, Facebook can shove it. I don't care. They put, listen, whether it's a erythromycin, azithromycin, whether it's ivermectin, whether it's hydroxychloroquine, whether it's Regeneron, being suppressed by these whores and pimps. And there's a reason why I'm calling them whores and pimps. I'm going to tie it in with the book of Revelation in just a second. They suppress those things so they can usher in their own personal tyranny. Joe Biden doesn't like it that Ron DeSantis is doing way better in COVID than he could ever dream of doing because Ron DeSantis actually reads books. So he doesn't like it. So he puts a stranglehold on his own people Taking Regeneron. What do I mean by his own people? Oh no, Florida went for Trump. No. 66% of people receiving Regeneron in Miami, which exclusively votes for Joe Biden, were fully vaccinated people. And he put a stranglehold and cut the supply of Regeneron going to the state of Florida by 50 to 70%. For what? He's responsible. He's a vaccine whore. And he's a vaccine pimp for his own 
personal gain, both monetarily and power. That's who he is. And I don't care whether they're Republican or Democrat, I'll call them exactly the same thing because there's Republican vaccine whores and pimps too. They're killing people without thought. The swine flu vaccine was halted after two deaths. We have 15,000 on the VARES. That's what I was going to tell you about Harvard. The Harvard study came out studying the VARES report, the, the vaccine adverse effects report coming out of the CDC. What does this have to do with the gospel of Jesus? I don't know. Have you ever read about the mark of the beast? Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel right now without your vaccine uh, passport. Can't get a job without your vaccine passport. And people's not going to go preach another message about love. How many more? How many more? Well, we're preaching about the L in love today. And then next week, we're going to preach about the O in love. And then we're going to preach about the B in love. And then we're going to preach about the E in love. And then we're going to cut the E off and put the I-N-G. And then we're going to preach about the I in love. And the end in loving. And the... How many more times, Pastor Coward and Pastor Vaccine Whore and Pimp, yourself? How much more are you going to continue to preach this garbage over and over and over again as you hide from the Word of God and the conviction of the Holy Spirit? You, you coward. You coward. I hope you're watching. Filling people's lungs with remdesivir says nothing for anybody but kills them. The Harvard study was that the VAERS report is only showing 1% of what is actually happening. That's from Harvard, which is 100% vaccinated and fully closed. VAERS report, which shows 15,000 etching towards 16,000, it grows every day exponentially. People don't monitor it except for people like me. 15,000 is 1%. How many people have really died? They're not, everyone's thinking about it in terms of thrombosis or Bell's palsy. Mer, uh, uh, was it, what's, the, what's the myocarditis? What is How do you pronounce it? Myocarditis. Pericarditis. Everyone's measuring it in that. It's, are you thinking it's only 10% for those? Only 1% of those? It's 1% of deaths too that are being reported. So we're up to 150,000 deaths. You're like, Tom, that's ridiculous. There's a federal lawsuit alleging another 45,000 deaths right now. Right now, there's a federal lawsuit with a whistleblower and a signed affidavit. That the CDC is suppressing the death numbers. Oh, they would never do that. Yeah, they're the same ones who told you that this didn't come from the Wuhan Institute of Virology too. Came from a wet market a thousand miles on the Laos border. That's what they said. You believe that, you believe Joe Biden is the rightfully elected president. <laughs> they lie to you every day, these vaccine whores and pimps. They lie every single day, calling it a pandemic of the unvaxxed. While the hospitals are full of the vaxxed. Well, that's not what they're saying here. Listen, we're the only country in the world where people are saying that our hospitals are full of the, un, of the unvaccinated. We're the only ones. Every other country's being honest about it. You don't believe me? Okay, one of the biggest members, actually the founding member, really the Babylon of the branch Covidians is Australia. Let me show you two videos coming out of Australia. Play the first one for me, guys. We also have 375 people with COVID in hospital at the moment. 81 of those 
Listen to the numbers. Of the people who were in hospital yesterday, 78% were vaccinated and 17% were partially vaccinated. In regards to tests. All right, back to me. Let's go over this one. Turn the lights back on. I'm going to make you guys go up and down here. So fix your eyes. Let me read you those stats. Now that was from, that's their ridiculous press conferences. They're having a press conference. That is for Victoria. That's where Dan Andrews is. One of the most lying, demonic people on the planet. He's fine with everybody losing their jobs. He said it the other day. You don't get vaccinated, you don't work. They're fine. He's arrogant. He's one of those guys. He must have never been picked in gym. <laughs> His whole life. He's like one of those jerks who become, listen, I was a cop for 25 years. He's one of those jerks that becomes a cop to take vengeance on everybody who picked on him symbolically or re in reality for the rest of his life. But let's look at these numbers. So he says 375, now remember in Victoria, Australia, 6.5 million people live there. They're having a press conference to announce that there's 375 people in the hospital. Out of 6.5 million. Out of those, 81 are in ICU. So, 300 of the 375 aren't in any trouble whatsoever. So, they're coming, they're having a press conference to announce that out of 6.5 million people, 80 people are sick. Remember when we used to have press conferences over war? Remember that? We're going to war, so you have a press conference. You have a press conference when the Twin Towers fall to the ground and 3,000 people die in a day? How many people that day died in Victoria of heart disease and cancer? Where's their press conference? Because that doesn't serve any political purposes. And all of you bent kneed Christians out there, I'm looking at the camera when I'm doing this because there's people watching, because there's people that like to spy and see what I'm saying. For all you bent kneed Christians, you believe that there is nothing else about this other than your health? <laughs> Awfully selective if it's about health. So out of the 375 people in the hospital, 78% of them were fully vaxxed. 17% of them were partially vaxxed. So 95% of the people in the hospital were vaccinated. And you will hear Joe Biden... Every day, one time after another, saying this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. You belong to your father, the devil. And you want to carry out his desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, just like the Democratic Party is. Not holding to the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. I just laid out the truth. I could show this to every branch COVIDian in the nation, and it would do nothing. Because it's never been about anybody's health. It's about controlling you marking you and distancing you. That's what it's been about from day one. And the church bought in hook, line, and sinker. 
So three, 356 out of 375 in the hospital. Let me reiterate. 356 out of 375 are vaccinated and mostly fully vaccinated. So how much longer are you going to buy into the garbage in America where they bring out some nurse? Yes, we just are encouraging everybody to get vaccinated because everybody in here, it's full, of, it's full of the unvaccinated. No, it's not. They're lying to you. They've been lying to you from day one. Hey, let's play this other one. Play the next one for me, guys. Also out of Australia. This the minister said, um, New South Wales. Today we announced the deaths of seven people who have lost their lives to COVID-19, four women and three men. One person was in their 40s one person in their 50s, two people in their 70s, two people in their 80s, and one person who was in their 90s. All of those individuals had underlying health conditions. One person was not vaccinated, three people had received one dose of a COVID vaccine, and three people had received two doses of a COVID vaccine. All right, back. there you go. Now, let's go over that. So this is New South Wales, which is quite a bit larger than Victoria, Australia. They have eight, over 8 million people in that province. And they're having a news conference over seven people. So again, to the Christian knee benders that are watching, this is about your health, being a community partner and a good neighbor with these lies. Why would you have a news conference for 7 out of 8.5 million people? If there wasn't some other motivation other than people's health. If you had a, you know, if you had a couple thou die, okay. 7? You're belittling the dead. I'm not. I don't know these people. I'm not belittling them at all. And now let's look at the stats, shall we? One in their 40s, one in their 50s, two in their 70s, two in their 80s, one in their 90s, all had comorbidities. Only one out of the seven was unvaxxed. Three fully vaxxed, three partially vaxxed. And this is the pandemic of the unvaxxed. That's what they'll shove down your throat day after day after day. And then there's pastors in Tampa Bay, Florida preaching. If you're unvaxxed, you're going to go to hell. See, I want you to understand something. In our waning minutes here. This is a common spirit. These are lies from the father of lies. There's the data. And I want you to know this too. Right now there's video. In Israel. They're lining up around the block. By the thousands of people getting their fourth booster. Because you're not considered fully vaxxed unless you got your third booster. Your third shot, and now you got to go in and get your number four to be considered to get your green pass. Do so you want to buy, sell, trade, or travel in the nation of Israel? You got to get four pokes, four clot jabs, all from Pfizer, which is under contract with the government that the government is not allowed to leak any negative information about them. But the hospitals do. 95% of severe COVID infections, the people in the ICUs are fully vaccinated. In Israel, same numbers as Australia. So why in America would we have the doctors come out? You know, because they're lying. They're bought and paid for. The love of money is the root of all evil. Klaus Schwab is who he is because he's a lover of money. 
Joe Biden has been caught as a tax cheat. Again! These people give all your money, give all your money, you know, tax this, tax that. They don't give it themselves. They're liars, motivated by greed. But I want you to know that this is a common, whoring spirit of prostitution. This is not uncommon. Nothing has changed. Don't be real. Oh, the world has changed. It's never changed. I mean, think about World War II. Joseph Stalin was sending people unarmed by the hundreds of thousands into Hitler's machine guns. Unarmed. They had no, if one of your comrades, one of the 10 that had a rifle, if he gets shot, then you can have his rifle. Why? Because it's a common murdering, whorish, greedy spirit. It's, it, it just gets revealed in different generations. They got World War II. We got COVID. It revealed who they were. How do you do that? How do you have no regard for babies? These are people's babies. Send them in because they had so many people. They had so many. They outnumbered the Germans by so many. All it was was a war of attrition. Just keep sending the bodies. Eventually they'll run out of bullets. Then we starve them to death in the Russian winter. That was planned. This is a common spirit of whoring prostitution. These are God-hating butchers. Understand that. The vaccine pimps and the vaccine whores, every last one of them. Every last one of them. They showed themselves with abortions. 60 million abortions per year worldwide. They withhold life-saving, preemptive, preventative treatment for profit, for political expediency, and for revenge. Tom, where do you get that this is a common spirit? Revelation chapter 18, 1 through 8. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority. And the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of, of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. Common, whorish prostitution with her and the merchants of the earth. What are you seeing right now? Profit on the backs of people dying. And this, we, have not, we have not seen the sickle's harvest of this yet. It has only just begun as they have pumped an experimental Nuremberg violating vaccine into people's veins, into the billions. Wait till you see the Holocaust that is coming. I have people, in my, people that I know, I don't know them, per, uh, one of them I know personally, one I don't. But stories coming my way. Well, suddenly there's a blood clot for the first time in their life. And he's 53 years old. He's 90 years old. It's only just begun. Because they're murderers from the beginning. See, you think, you think people think like you do. You think like, man, if I was responsible for that, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Like babies. Like babies. 
Barack Obama is responsible for ROE imprisonment, rules of engagement imprisonment that would rock your world. Sending young men who fought in Afghanistan, fought in Iraq, to prison for 20 years for rules of engagement violations. You think that him and Michelle aren't spooning every night, sleeping like babies, along with George Bush? They had no problem at all. What are you going to war for, Georgie? Tell me. Going to conquer Iraq? Who wants that sandbag anyway? They don't care. And who's, who's, the big, who's out there pimping and whoring now? George Bush, Barack Obama. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. And I, and I heard another voice from heaven, verse 4, saying, Come out of her, my people. Come out of her, my people. For those of you that are pre-tribbers. Might want to think about verses like that. <laughs> You can believe Tim LaHaye or you can believe the Bible. I'm just telling you. Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, unless you receive of her plagues. For her sins reached to the heaven, and God remembered her iniquities. Render to her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works. And the cup which she has mixed, mixed double for her. In the measure that she glorified herself and lo- lived luxuriously, Let's see, I'm going to go home for Delaware this week. Go on another beach vacation while people are dropping dead everywhere from the vaccine that I'm whoring and pimping. In the same measure, oh, you know what? You know, I'm going to go home again to Delaware this week and ride my bike around, my stupid bike helmet on. <laughs> while I send another drone strike to kill another 10 innocent people, seven which are our little kids. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go home to Delaware again and ride around on my stupid bike with my stupid helmet on as 13 American soldiers are blown up at the Abbey Gate while Lloyd Austin knew, while Mark Milley knew, while General McKenzie knew, while Joe Biden knew, while Kamala Harris knew 12, 12 hours in advance that it was coming. Admitted under oath by Lloyd Austin. They sleep like babies. Because they're whorish murderers. That's who it is. There's no way around it. That may sound too harsh to you. I don't, listen, I didn't say they were beyond redemption. They want to get saved. They can get saved. They need to turn from their sin. Or they're going to get this. In the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously in the same measure, gave her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as queen and I am no widow and I will not see sorrow. Therefore, her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judges her. What is she called? The great prostitute. The world's system. The world's system is called. It's a common spirit. People have been whoring themselves out for money for forever. They'll do anything to get paid. People will be shocked. Seven minutes to go and we're out the door. Everybody still good? People will be shocked. The lion has not yet come. 
Revelation 19, finishing here, 11 through 21. The heavenly warrior defeats the beast. This is coming. Nobody, there is nothing covered that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. You may be a murderer now and you're hiding under the umbrella of being a politician, Republican or Democrat. But this day is coming for you. I saw heaven standing open and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire. Where's the lamb? The lamb's ministry is done. Here comes the lion. His eyes are like blazing fire and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood and his name is the word of God. You're wondering who Jesus is. There is no delineation between this and Jesus. If you worship anything else but this, you're off. I'm not talking about the physical cover. I'm talking about the word of the physical book. I'm talking about the man, Jesus Christ. He is the word of God. There is no difference. If you find things to be unloving in here, then you think Jesus is unloving. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood and his name is the word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses, dressed in fine linen, white and clean. Coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. With which to strike down the nations. That doesn't sound like Jesus at Christmas. (laughs) Peace on earth, goodwill to men. He treads. The winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, he has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Listen, they're not escaping. Do not let your heart envy sinners. Do not, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. For surely there is a hereafter and your hope, your hope will not be left And I saw an angel standing in the sun who cried in a loud voice to all the birds flying in midair. Come, gather together for the great supper of God. This isn't the God that I worship. I I was told Jesus wears skinny jeans, tie-dye shirts. He's got his vaccination medallion with a hairy chest with a V-cut t-shirt. And he plays bongo drums every Sunday evening at Nakoma's Beach. <laughs> and he just, whatever, come, come what may, you're okay, I'm okay, you're not sinning, I'm not sinning, hey, hey everything's great. No, this is Jesus. This is coming. So don't, listen, I'm telling you this, I'm going to finish these verses 18 through 21. I'm telling you this to encourage you. If this bothers you, then you don't understand the Bible. This, this is what causes people to get saved and be full of zeal. It's the word itself. No matter what part of the word it is. Well, I don't like to read the depressing part. There is no depressing part. This doesn't apply to you. You're already gone at this point. This doesn't apply to you. We're rejoicing at this. Do not let your heart envy sinners. 
But be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. For surely there is a hereafter. Your hope will be met. So that you may eat the flesh of kings and generals. Talking to the birds. And the mighty of the horses and their riders. And the flesh of all people. That's how this is an angel talking. Yes, this is Yahweh. You may not like that side of Yahweh. You need to learn to love it. Because when you actually see on high the what he sees right now, we only see little glimpses of this whorish pimpery that I'm talking about right now. He sees it all. Death and destruction lie open before the Lord. How much more the hearts of men? Proverbs 15, 11. Then I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to wage war against the rider on the horse and his army. But the beast was captured and with it the false prophet who had performed the signs on its behalf. With these signs he had deluded those who had received the mark of the beast. I just don't see how Christianity doesn't see what's going on right now. And I said this in the first service, worship team, make your way. Everybody try to stay with me even in the midst of everybody coming up because this is important. I want you to know this is not a time when every time that anybody talks about the book of Revelation, in people's minds, ominous music starts playing. And it's like depressing. Listen. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 36, no one knows about the day or hour, not even the angels in heaven nor the sun, but only the Father. Now you can take this part or leave it because this is my opinion. See how I make that clear? Take it or leave it. In my opinion, the reason why no one knows the day or hour is because God has a set of ingredients together that have to come into place. When those ingredients are in place, he can pull the trigger whenever he wants. Okay? But if in the midst of those ingredients coming together, a generation of dry bones rises. And says, not on my watch. I want my kids to have kids. I want this generation one to the Lord instead of receiving his vengeance. That's, that is the way that I see it. Things have to come together in a certain way. But even in the midst of that, we can postpone it. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That's in the midst of, that's right after with the Lord. A day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. And the next verse is, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear like with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. But he wants everybody to be saved. So in the midst of that, we can hold back the vengeance of the Lord. Jeremiah 26, 19, the Lord relented at the prayer of the prophet. We want an end times harvest of souls. We want our children to have hope. That will rely on you and I waging spiritual warfare. God will do his part. Then I saw 
But the beast was captured. And with it, the false prophet who had performed the signs on its behalf. With these signs, he had deluded those who had received the mark of the beast. Pastors, preach it. Preach it. Stop being afraid. Preach it. And worshiped its image. The two of them were thrown alive into the lake of fire. They're the only ones in scripture said to be thrown alive into the lake of fire. The rest were killed with the sword coming out of the mouth of the rider on the horse. That's Jesus himself. Who is it that we worship? We worship the rider on that horse. No matter what, we win at the end. The question will be, will we win this generation? Don't hang your head. How many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. You got to have a vaccine to get a job. No, you don't. But my God shall supply all your need. Stand, rise, stand in faith. This is your time. Make that decision. Don't count the cost. Simply say, Lord, I present myself as a living sacrifice. There is no fear. None. Listen to me. You are not going to die of some disease. You are not going to die in a car crash or a plane crash or anything else. If you buy into the covenant of Jesus, fear is gone. You're only vulnerable to that which you're a joint heir with. Only martyrdom is a threat to you. And at that time, you will lay your life down gleefully and willingly. If that day ever comes, nobody can take the life of God's own. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? That's you. You're the Levitical order. A holy, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. That's you. You're untouchable. Untouchable. Unless God ordains that you lay your life down willingly. That's it. So go out and enjoy your life. God is your supply. And live without fear. Stand with me. Thank you so much for joining us. We know that when there are this many people in person or watching online, that there is a chance that some have not started a relationship with Christ. If that's you, and you would like a relationship with Jesus that washes away the stain of sin, you will need to start by repenting of your sin, confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and asking him to be the Lord over your life. That means giving up control. If you have never prayed this or you have fallen away and want to return to the kingdom of life, repeat this prayer after me and mean it. Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life and be my Lord and be my Savior. I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins and I now turn from them and I give you my life from this day on in Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you said that prayer, you are saved. Thank you for listening to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope that you have been encouraged and empowered. If you would like to partner with us, please visit foundationchurchfl.com and click on Give.